Bava Metzia, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Zion 3.7. The main point of this Mishnah is that if someone is entrusted to be the Shomer on foodstuffs, so if the depositor is gone for a long time, it's reasonable to assume that some of the food will get lost, let's say to, to mice eating it and that kind of thing, wind blowing it, maybe it's going to molder and that kind of thing. And that being the case, the basic point of our Mishnah is that when one returns the object that he was entrusted to watch over, he can deduct the amount that could reasonably be expected to have been lost to the ants and the mice and the like. Now, when a person is entrusted to be Shomer, he's not supposed to uh, mix his stuff together with the stuff he's watching. So if the Mav kid gives, you know, a bunch of wheat for storage, so then the Shomer should put it in his garage in some safe place and leave it there all to itself. And that means when the when the mafkid comes back, he says, I want my wheat back. So then the Shomer should give it to him. Whatever it is, it is. Whatever has been eaten, been eaten. He did his job in letting him keep the wheat in his garage and however much the mice got, the mice got. Um, so no calculation would be required. But in the event that the either A, the Shomer did the wrong thing and commingled his wheat, let's say, with the depositor's wheat, so it's mixed up now, so there's no way to know exactly how much uh, of the original depositor's wheat is left. Or in the case that the the um, the depositor said, listen, I understand you have no place to keep my wheat separate from yours. Put it all with yours. And even though you'll be partaking of it, uh, you're, meaning the, from the joint wheat supply, and therefore what happens is there's no way to like actually know what's left that belonged to me and what's now yours. So then, and that's the application of a Mishnah, we would essentially kind of run these calculations that the Mishnah presents to figure out how much... Um, should be returned, how much could be deducted, um, because we assume that some got lost to the, the mice and the like. Now, the mission gets very technical and starts giving like specific percentages um, for deduction. It's assuming that this is being stored in the time of the Mishnah in Eretz Yisrael. Um, of course, today we have air conditioning, we have rat poison, we have temperature control, we don't let we don't have done a rat infestations typically and that kind of thing. So therefore, the numbers we these these shiurim actually are not really relevant to Bismanazeh, but the principle does apply. Um, and the mission therefore says inside Hamafkid peros etzel If one deposits uh, grain with his friend, and the friend commingles it with his stuff, and the friend partakes of his own grains, there's no way to know exactly how much of the original grain is there. Harehu yotzi lo chesronos. So then when he returns, the Shomer returns the grain to the original owner, he's allowed to deduct reasonably expected losses that would be occur to over the course of time. So what are those reasonably expected losses? Says the Mishnah, If we're talking about wheat or orez, according to Rashi, orez is millet. It's a kind of grain. Tosasarn's orez means rice. That's, of course, the modern Hebrew translation of orez is rice. And the Mishavur says that's the normative halacha. So let's translate that as rice over here. So we are rice. Tisha lechatze kabin lakur, Which means 2.5%. 2.5%. And these, these shiurim, you'll see, are talking per year. So if it had been two years on deposit of that wheat, so then the the uh, the Shomo would return um, only 95% of what was deposited by him. Now, just what these words actually mean. Um, so we're talking about kabin and kur. So you'll recall that the kav is sort of like the standard um, measure for for uh, grain and the like. It's basically equal to two liters. So think of like a two-liter bottle. 
and there are six kaben together to make what's called a sa'a. Okay? You can think of it as a six-pack of two-liter bottles. And 30 sa'a constitute one kur. That's a, the largest of the of the volumetric measurements. So you can think of it as 30 six-packs. Okay? The point is that since there's six kav in a sa'a and 30 sa'a in a kur, six times 30 is 180. So there's 180 kaben in one core. Okay? And here the mission says, Tisha chatzei kaben, nine half kaben, which is what we call four and a half. So four and a half kaben out of a core, meaning four and a half out of 180 per year can be deducted. If you run the numbers, four and a half out of 180 equals two and a half percent. Okay? A fortieth. Lisa orin, ula dochan. If we're talking about saorin, which is barley, or dochan, which is uh, millet, according to Rashi, a different kind of millet. So then, Tisha Kaban Lakor, then it's 9 Kav for every core, again, 9 over 180, which means 5%. Lakusman Ulazira Pishtan, if we're talking about spelt or flax seeds, then it's Shalosh Sa'in Lakor, then it's 3 Sa'a for every core, and since there's 30 Sa'a in a core, we're talking 3 out of 30, or 10%. Okay? The Gemara asks, well, when it comes to Zera Pishtan, flax seeds, 10% of the year doesn't disappear. Where's it going? So the Gemara says the case is that this is um, flax seeds still in the stalks, and the stalks do shrivel up quite a bit. Okay, fine. There are the technicalities, but let's just move on. Says the Mishnah, HaKolafi HaMidah HaKolafi HaZman. The Mishnah says everything is prorated, is proportional um, to the volume and to the amount of time. Meaning, if it's one core that's been put in storage, so then you'll deduct whatever it is, two and a half or five or ten I guess we'll talk about this. If it's one core, so then, for example, uh, if it's one core of saorin, you would take out ten kav, excuse me, nine kavin. That's the mission says. If it was two core, you'd take out double that, or eighteen kavin. If it's three core, twenty-seven, and so on. Okay. And the zaman means per year. So that means for every let's call it twelve months, you are deducting that amount. So it's um, if it's twelve months, then you take out the nine kav. If it would be 24 months, you'd take out 18 kav per core, and so on and so forth. Okay, it's prorated like that. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, says, wait a second. Where is all this grain going? Primarily to the rodents. The mice are eating it. So the mice, however that many you know mice are present, they only eat so much. Why should it make a difference to be prorated? It shouldn't be proportional because, says him, v'chima ichpas lehen l'akbarn. What do the mice care if there's a lot of grain or a little bit of grain? They're going to eat how much they eat, so therefore it shouldn't be proportional. Whether there's a lot or little, they eat the same amount. So therefore it says, you just deduct from the first core. In other words, if there's one core of barley, you take nine kav. But if there are two core, you also take nine kav. And if there are three core, you also take nine kav per year, because the idea is there's sort of a limited amount that the that the mice would consume. Tanakama rejects that. First of all, Tanakama says, you know, who says that the only place that this grain is going is to the the mice? You've also got, you know, cracks and you got wind and you got, you know, um, you know, things that's blown around, who knows what. And that being the case, so there are other factors. Second of all, you know, if there's a lot of food, then the rats will call their friends and there'll be like a big, you know, rodent party. So if there's a lot of food, more rodents will come. Okay, in any case... Halacha is like essentially like the Tanakama to the extent that it's applicable. Um, now, a third sheet to this is really something kind of different altogether. Um, Rabbi Yehuda is going to say that there's a separate factor to consider, which is 
um, the humidity in the air. In the summertime, the air is dry in Eretz Yisrael, and that being the case, um, the grain sort of like um, gets desiccated, it gets you know, dried out, and it and it shrinks. And the and that is typically, you know, when you when you put your grain into storage, that's how it works. You store it at the end of the summer. You want it to be dried out so there's no mold and that kind of thing. And therefore, it's at a sort of the minimum volume. But then if you're going to, let's say six months later, give the grain back to the depositor, so it will swell because now it's wintertime, the air is humid, and it'll absorb moisture, and therefore it'll get larger. So Rebuta's basic point here, without reading the words inside yet, is that um, if you'd have 10 core in storage, uh, and you put them in storage in the summertime, so it's going to exactly offset, meaning at the at specifically 10 core of volume, the amount that the rats could be expected to eat will be exactly offset by the amount of swelling that occurs from the, you know, from the absorption of the humidity in the air. And therefore, at that point, it would be a wash, meaning if someone deposits 10 core at the at the at the shomer at the beginning of the summer, collects it in the beginning in the middle of the winter, six months later, whatever it is. So then, um, one will exactly offset the other, and therefore he gives back the exact same volume that was deposited by him. Okay, if there's less than ten or more than ten core, things change. If it's not, you know, from summer to winter, things change. So therefore, I don't know how to even the halacha doesn't follow Yehuda. I have no idea how to really, you know, get into the nitty gritty of how it would work out. I'm gonna leave it be. But says the mission inside Reb Yehuda Omer imhaisa mida maruba. Which means, if it was a large volume, which the Gemara says is specifically 10 kur, that's a massive volume, so then, then you don't make any deductions, because because um, it swells, it gets bigger, because of this absorption of the water, which would offset. Okay. Like I said before, in principle, it's like the Tanakama, meaning you are allowed to deduct if you end up commingling and then partaking of you know, the food that you were watching with your own food. Uh, but one shouldn't do that. One, one should keep everything separate and, uh, and then just give back whatever, whatever state it is, and that's that.